0: People once believed that when someone dies, a crow carries their soul to the land of the dead. But sometimes, something so bad happens that a terrible sadness is carried with it, and the soul can't rest. And sometimes, just sometimes, the crow can bring that soul back, but the wrong thing was right. Love proves real. Two people were meant to be together. Nothing can keep them
1: apart. Walk out of here They're gonna erase your sorry ass
0: Is that gasoline I smell?
1: No man No Police Don't move I said don't move I thought the police always said freeze Well I am the police and I said don't move Snow White You move you're dead And I say I'm dead
0: And I move Do you know someone named T-Bird? He had a friend who shouldn't have played with knives The guy that murdered Tim Tim He was already dead He died a year ago the moment he touched her, they're all dead. They just don't know it yet.
1: I got trouble. One of my crew got himself perished. Yeah, who might that be? Tin-Tin. Somebody stuck his blades in all his major organs in alphabetical order. Ah, uh, are you some kind of ghost? Boo. Gentlemen, you're him, huh? The Avenger, the killer of killers just want him. I guess it's not a good day to be a bad guy, huh? Skank? A skank? A skank right there! A skank dead! That's right. If the people we love are
0: stolen from us, the way to have them live on is to never stop loving them. Buildings burn, people die, but real life is forever.
2: Welcome to Sweep Delay Podcast. Hey everyone,
3: welcome to the Crossroads Podcast, the podcast dedicated to... No, the, no, no, the, no, the, no, the, no. What? Wrong,
4: wrong show, wrong show. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure.
3: No, see, it's, well, it's not Projection Booth, but we're not talking about Halloween, right. um, so it's got to be the Crossroads?
4: No, no, it's on the Crossroads we talk about Supernatural, and that's not what we're talking about today.
3: We're not talking Supernatural? No. Oh, damn, <laughs> Darn. <laughs> okay, edit okay, sir. You can say them. Edit. Edit. Oop. Wait, and who, who's this third person? Uh-oh. Wait, who? It's not Jason.
2: This is Beavis. No, this is... It, it is Beavis. What up? It's Cornholi here. I signed here.
4: on to be on a show with Beavis and Butthead.
2: This is true.
3: What um,
4: did I get myself into?
3: I can, like, make that happen or something.
2: Nice. I'm so am not
4: say a word.
2: <laughs> what is... Sure? What is up, guys?
4: Um, not much. Talking about my pain in the ass computer.
2: Awesome. And zombies.
4: <laughs> and zombies.
2: Sweet. Because zombies kick ass. Yes, they do. It just finished Resident Evil 4, so uh, I'm a happy camper. I made sure I did that before I started Arkham City, so it's good times.
3: Okay, dude, don't take this as an insult, but you actually sound a little older uh, talking to you than just hearing you on audio.
2: Is, is that a good thing or a bad thing?
3: I, yeah, it's neither in my book, I'm just saying. I ju- I'm just listening to you talk. Like, he sounds a little different for some reason.
4: Well, you well, know how we always make fun of you for being 12 years old.
3: Yeah, I know. It comes yeah. with the territory. And
4: I was actually going to say the exact opposite. You sound kind of younger. <laughs>
3: See, well, I find sounds a little old. He sounds kind of like Ben, now
2: that I'm thinking about it. Nice.
4: A little bit.
2: Well, I've been, uh, I've been trying, I've been taking some pills because uh, my throat's been killing me. So I'm like, man, I've been waiting since February to do this. So I'm not letting none stop this crap. So red so. pill or blue pill? <laughs> uh, just the the daytime, nighttime stuff. But I made sure I took the daytime so I don't get all drowsy and stuff. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah,
4: take take the NyQuil. You'll be passing out mid podcast.
2: I know. I can't wait. Sweet. I am so happy to have you on the show. It's been, like, planned since February, and we are finally talking The Great Crow. I am so pumped. How about you?
3: Hi. I'm pumped. I'm, I'm sure Stars is pumped. You know, she's got her bonk right there, ready to go. Will
4: you cut that out? I'm pretty darn excited. I love this movie, so.
3: This is Always true. Always
4: happy to talk about it.
3: Wait, what are we talking about? We're talking The Crow, sir. Am
4: I going to have to fire you next? I don't know. I
3: think I might have to. I guess you'll have to. We're
4: talking ju- one of your favorite movies of all time.
3: Are we, are we Star Trek? No. Nope. Uh, Halloween? No, we did Halloween. We already did Halloween. Uh, Scream.
4: Nope.
3: Uh, Karate Kid. Oh wait, no, that's that other guy's favorite movie.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that that's on the Sweep the Floor podcast. I don't know what podcast that is, though.
3: Yeah, I never heard of that show right. before. What what's that about? Is that about Mr. Miyagi and Daniel son This is true. Oh okay. I like the I like that movie.
2: I thought they renamed it to sweep Jason under the floor though. I I heard something about that. Um
4: They've renamed it so many times, who knows at this point.
3: I think I, I think Stars sweeped Jason under the floor recently and I was on the last crossroads or something. That's what I was told.
2: Excellent.
4: Something like that happened, yes.
3: Yeah, I'm just saying.
4: I fired him and he took it seriously for like oh. a week.
3: That's a bummer. Oops. You can hire Masunas as, as the new co-host of the Crossroads podcast.
4: There you uh, go. He'll be that, he'll be added to the list.
2: I don't know That's that's too much responsibility, man. That's a great show. <laughs> it was. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Ouch. Ouch,
3: Ty. Ouch. I'm just picking. I'm just picking.
4: That hurt my tender baby feelings.
2: They are kind of tiny and tender. Yeah. Nice. Well, Stars, thank you for uh joining me. I know it was kind of Last minute, you know, me and Ty Ben been planning this since February, but, uh, you know, you guys have been talking about talking the Crow for, I can't even remember how Forever. long. Yeah, and uh, it's just awesome to have both of you on. It's like a flippin' honor to have you guys, so I just, I can't oh, thank, thank you, you enough, so. I
3: appreciate it. I don't think it's all that, but I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> um,
4: well, thank you for asking me to be on. I couldn't be more excited to come on for this particular episode.
3: Yeah, I'm real happy to be here on Sweep the Floor.
2: Sweet. So isn't there a new theme song or something? Sweep the Keg, that's right. That's me and Dan's show. I forgot.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I've heard about Sweep the Keg and Toke the Bong, but that stars a show. Oh,
2: yeah, that's right. right, Maybe Harold and Kumar make an appearance. I don't Don't know know what
4: I'm going to do with you at all.
2: what I do? Are you going to go eat some White Castle stars?
4: No. Gross.
2: No. That stuff rocks. They don't have that in this small town. sucks. What are you going to do?
4: We, we used to have one, and it was
2: gross. So My wife thinks it's disgusting. They don't exist anymore. She, she vomits in her mouth. She's
4: like, right. She is totally right. It is gross.
2: I don't know. I, I don't believe
3: <laughs> I don't know what that is, so I guess that's something we don't have around here. I just know that McRib is back, and I'm hungry.
2: No onion rings? Because usually it's Burger King that you know gets you fired up. Nah, I'm not a Burger King person. I'm really not a McDonald's person either. I just like McRib. <laughs> You know, I I remember the Touchdown Burger. You remember that at McDonald's? It was flipping awesome. I don't remember that. It was like like, uh, mid-80s, and it had like three patties. It was on this really long bun, looked like a football, and it had lettuce and mayos and pickles. It was flipping amazing, and then they got rid of it a month later.
3: Dude, you want me to remember the 80s? I can barely remember 30 minutes
2: ago. Uh,
4: (laughs) Yeah, you were talking to the wrong person there.
2: This is true. Sweet. So, all right, here's what we're going to do. We are going to skip movie and music news just because this movie rocks so much. I don't want any other movie to interfere. And personally, I think this is a perfect film, and I'm pretty sure you two are going to agree. What do you think?
4: Well, I know that I have said this several times to a couple different people, and to me, The Crow is perfect. Awesome. Everything about this movie just came together so well. the way it was shot, the script, the acting, the music, everything just came together, and it's perfect. <laughs> I don't know what else to say, really.
2: And I, I do have to admit, Brandon Lee is my man crush, but before he died, though, because it's kind of creepy to have a man crush on a dead guy. But I'm just saying, he, he, he's the best-looking guy I've ever seen with long hair. I'm just saying that. You know, I'm securing my sexuality by saying this, but I'm just saying. The, the dude flipping looks awesome with long hair. So just putting that out there. Okay. Come on, That's Ty. You, you got to greet me there, sir. Don't leave me hanging. Ty, Where'd you if, go? If
4: I know Ty, uh,
2: he's uh, staring
4: uh, at his microphone going, what?
2: Come on, butthead. You got to help me out
3: here. Uh, uh, I, I, I was just thinking about this whole necrophilia thing,
2: but I'm just going to shut up. Sweet. <sighs> so yeah. Um, one thing... Here's kind of what I was thinking. I have I wrote down all of the things that I absolutely love about this film. I mean, there's really no need to go scene by scene and story, you know, the whole plot and everything. Because pretty much everybody has seen this film. They all know that it's Brandon Lee's last film. Um, but there's just a lot of great things that I absolutely love. So I was hoping maybe you guys could enlighten and add to the stuff that I had written down. Would Sounds you, good. Sweet. Well, right off the bat, the color is amazing. I like the fact that uh, it's real dark, almost like mm-hmm. a black and white, but it's red when the bad guys are around. And then mm-hmm. the memories itself are the part that the real color kicks in. What do you think? And all that was done intentionally. Right. right. I mean, Brandon, I, go ahead.
4: I'm sorry. I do like the fact that it is shot in a really gritty way. And I think it just lends to the story. The same with, like, the parts that, like, the bad guys are in when they're in red and with the flashbacks being in color. Like Ty said, it was done intentionally as kind of like a subtle nudge in the overall story.
2: Right. I mean, Brandon Lee did say if he had the choice, he would film the whole thing in black and white just to match the comic book and just have the memories itself in color. But, you know, he said due to, you know, the, you know, the the studio they weren't going with that but they pretty much made it as close to black and white as possible in my opinion
4: Oh yeah, absolutely.
2: I don't think it needed to be in black and white. It was fine the way it was. Right. I mean, I'm not complaining one bit. I I think that uh I've never really seen a movie that is filmed like this. I mean, my personal opinion even though, you know, I love Batman, Batman Begins, you know, is my probably num- my number two favorite movie, but I'd say this is the greatest comic book movie, hands down. From comic to movie, this doesn't get any better than this. So,
3: I mean, I have I, to agree with that because the comic is. Well, the movie inspired me to go and read the comic book just to see what it was like, and no
2: other movie comic has gotten me to do that because I'm not a big comic book person. Right, right. Did you um, buy the? Uh, the novel or did you just buy the individual comic books
3: i have the graphic novel i have a making of about the movie in book form and i have a copy of the script sweet that's awesome
4: yeah actually i just got a copy of the graphic novel this weekend
3: have you started it yet
4: yes sweet so i'm really enjoying it and i've actually i looked for the graphic novel for years and i could never find it anywhere and then you know amazon comes along and you can get anything on amazon
1: mhm this is true
4: so that i was looking around for something else cuz i needed another book to get free shipping and i was like wait a second let me look and see if they have this so
2: else yeah did you guys buy the blu-ray cuz i just got it my wife got these coupons and i got 3 bucks off so i got it for 7 bucks at walmart it's flipping awesome <laughs> nice. Okay, where do you live? I live in Freeport, Illinois. It's like a town of 25,000 people, so uh, stuff is real cheap. Like gas is like three dollars and thirty cents. It's like ridiculous. Oh, it's so, cheaper here. Really? Oh. <laughs> Amazing. It's
4: three fifteen here.
2: Sweet. But yeah, Walmart had a whole crapload of the Blu-rays for ten bucks, and then my wife has this whole coupon thing, and she's like, "Guess what? I just got you." I just got you a coupon for three bucks off the crow. I was like, I love you so much. So I got it for seven bucks. It's awesome.
3: Is she like one of those ladies we're gonna see right on there. that uh that coupon show where you know they like buy five thousand bottles of ketchup and they spend like four cents on it? Uh
2: no, but her friend has like, she posts these pictures of, guess what I just got? And she posts, like, toilet paper and lotions and all this crap. And it's, like, $80 worth of product for $6.63. And she's like, you know what? I'm going to start doing that. So that's she kind of got addicted the past week. And when she gave me the Crow coupon, I wasn't going to complain. So.
3: so not only do you have the
2: Crow Blu-ray, you also have plenty of TP. This is true. I need TP for the bunk hole. TP for Things my bunk hole. Things that
4: you can't live without in your life.
2: TP. You know what's scary? My wife can put the shirt over her head, and she does it perfect. It's real scary. <laughs> I I, I, beg awesome. her, I beg her to do it all the time, and she'll only do it, like, if the kids aren't around. So it's hilarious. <laughs> I'm just going to go out on a
3: limb and say if we ever see pictures of you, Masuna, doing that, and you, like, post them on Facebook, I'm probably going to die
2: of laughter. Really? Okay. Uh-huh. Well, and maybe if you
4: could do that before this weekend, Ty would probably really appreciate it.
2: I could yeah. do it for the Crossroads uh, costume. You know,
3: I could do that. Yeah, there
4: you go. Hey,
3: we'll get we'll get a blue shirt and we'll, like, write Metallica in black marker. <laughs> It'll be awesome. It'll
4: be fantastic.
3: Okay, so not only are we going to Freeport, Illinois, to raid his house for the Blu-ray, we'll leave him a shirt, in, uh, you know, as, like, condolences or something.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, I never got my Crossroads shirt. What's up with that, man?
3: You got to talk to Miss Stars there because she was in charge of the graphic for that, and I'm still waiting a year later to see it.
2: Oh, okay. I guess you're forgiven, Stars, because you're busy, you know.
4: Well, everything kind of fell through, so we're not talking about that.
2: It's okay. Time
4: looking in your direction.
2: That's all on you, hon. (laughs) Sweet. So, uh, another thing: Have you? I assume you've looked at all the deleted scenes on either the Blu-ray or the DVD, correct?
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. I years ago
2: alright yeah. uh, what do you think about the arcade games deleted scene where uh, when Eric first comes back and he runs into the girl that is actually uh, she actually gets blown up and when he touches her that's the first time he actually sees memories versus in the movie the theatrical version it's when he touches Gabriel for the first time so I was just wondering if you actually saw the deleted scene because I thought it was pretty cool
3: it was nice, but it wasn't needed in the movie, so I could see why right. they cut it.
2: Right.
4: Yeah. I actually like it better that the first flashback that he has is when he touches the cat. Sweet. I kind of really like that better.
2: Well, because it's more personal to him. Right. You know, the the sad thing is, as far as I'm aware of this is correct, but the scene he dies in the film is the scene he dies in real life. Because they waited till the last week – to film all the apartment stuff because they he wanted to not work in makeup. So, as far as I'm aware of, that's the scene he actually dies in is when Michael Mann or whatever that Michael Macy shoots him in the chest. That's where he actually dies. None of
3: the footage of his actual being shot is in the movie. It okay. was right. destroyed before it was even developed. Awesome.
4: Which I am very glad to hear that. I Always thought it was the scene in the pawn shop.
2: Really, my f- thought. My friends always told me it was when he gets shot by like you know five hundred bullets on top of the table. I was like, oh, that's right, that's where he just got killed right there. But you know, you that- would
4: think that because of all the chaos, I'm sure that happened during that scene. Right. But I think now I want to Google it. I know
2: that's like my <laughs> favorite scene of the movie, man. I flip and love that. The only problem with that scene is the fact that he takes five hundred bullets and only has three bullets shot wounds in his shirt that's the only thing that well,
4: they they heal pretty quick so
2: right but you would think the shirt doesn't heal wouldn't you think the shirt would have <laughs> some more holes than just right. three
4: his clothes would be a lot holier i would think
2: right unless but, he's
4: just really good at dodging bullets which i mean
2: probably. right it's good times though I've, i flip and love i love that scene it's amazing and the the deleted version actually shows them slicing dudes' necks and blood going everywhere and cutting people's arms off. So it was real graphic, and I could totally see why they cut it. Um, but I actually enjoy watching the extended fight scene of that because it's like, wow, that was awesome. What do you think, Ty? Did you see that? I Yeah, I saw that. Uh,
3: again, didn't see where the other stuff was needed. It was just a little more of him talking at the beginning, and yeah, it was okay. But, again, could see why it was cut. Right, exactly.
2: So, what about the music of this film? I know you just said recently that The Crow is one of your favorite movie soundtracks. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, I wasn't into this type of music when this movie came out, but I think every song fits 100% perfectly for every scene that they used. What do you think?
3: They couldn't have picked a better soundtrack for that movie. And I especially loved it back then when uh, the. I used to watch the MTV Awards when I was a teenager. You know, go figure. I was a teenager. So Big Empty is nominated and wins Best Song in a Movie at the 94 Music Awards or Movie Awards, whatever. And I was real happy about that.
2: Yeah, that song's awesome. Um, you know, the uh, I think the Cure song that they play when he starts to you know realize he, what his mission is, I think that song was uh, specifically written for the movie. Because of the lines that are said at the very end of the song. And I'm pretty sure I read that somewhere that they specifically wrote it for the film. But I'm not 100% sure on that. Yeah, I never heard that before. Yeah. But, you know, it kind of makes sense. You hear crows in the background and stuff. And I flip and I just love the whole makeup scene. Um, It's good stuff. But I think the thing that uh, when he puts on the makeup and he goes after Tintin and when he falls off of the rooftop and he does that laugh, it's so creepy but it's so awesome at the same time. I just, I love it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Absolutely. And I think that's when Johan walks in, you know, when he's trying to go look. <laughs> you know. I heard something about that, but I'm not sure.
4: Yeah. Well, I think I might've missed that part.
2: Hey, hey, Joe, Johan,
3: Johan, were you in the crow? no, 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 no. The one with Brandon Lee, not that thing from the eighties with Charlie Sheen. Oh, you were in that one. Okay, well, that makes sense because you look stupid like them.
2: Okay, <laughs> he wasn't in The Crow. Oh, okay. Just just double checking. So. Good deal. Hey, I did see you in Dracula 2000, sir, just getting off topic. Because, you know, I listened to your three-hour episode <laughs> of The Crossroads when Jason was on, and you you and stars were arguing about how, well, this is a horror movie. No, it's not a horror movie. And, you know, I, I thought that was hilarious. But when you were talking about Dracula, I was like, okay, I got to go look for you. So I, I did find you, sir. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I had my fifteen seconds of fame in the movie Dragon. I
4: haven't even found you in that.
3: <laughs> I, I yeah. Okay, well, uh, well, well, let's let's tr- let's question uh, Masuna's here, see if he actually found me. What scene was I in?
2: Uh, the big crowd scene towards the end of the film, if I remember correctly. Negative. Negative. Damn it. Nope, I'm. I was going
4: to say, I, I, I'm pretty sure I know what scene. I, I think you told me, but I've never found you in it.
3: That's okay. You don't <laughs> actually see my face, you just see my back.
2: Oh. Well, I thought you said that you walked by and they caught a glimpse of you, like, on the second time around. I thought you said you were in it twice.
3: Yeah, I'm in two different scenes, but there, one's really far away, and the other's the chicks are, like, walking towards the camera, and I'm, like,
2: walking past them. Nice. Good deal. Well, I, I guess. Have to watch that again. I know. <laughs> you know, this is a bad stalker because I can't find you. So you know, That's I need to be. Terrible
4: stalker. I manager. need
2: to be reprimanded. I guess. I don't know.
4: You're fired. I guess. You're fired from being our stalker.
2: Ah. <sighs> you know, can we fire him from his own podcast?
4: <laughs> I don't know if I can fire him from his own podcast, but from okay. stalker status, you're on shaky, shaky ground.
2: It's kind of yeah. like walking on eggshells, egg dude. I know, yeah. man. But hey, Supernatural was kick-ass this week. What do you think? Supernatural always kicks ass. Hell yeah. Sorry I can't do it like you. I try. I, I, I <laughs> practice. I look in the mirror and I say, can I say hell yeah like Ty? Let's see. And you know, I I, just, I fail. The
4: answer is always no.
2: This is true. <laughs> awesome. So what do you think of the Gideon scene? It was perfect, and John Polito was
3: perfect in the role because he looks more like he did in the comic than anyone else in the
2: movie.
4: Awesome. That's very true. Very true.
2: The one thing I like is when they show the crow um, going past the word Gideon, and then all of a sudden it turns into his food. I like that camera effect. I thought that was – it was simple, but it was really – I really liked it a lot. I thought it was cool. A lot of people don't notice that. Yeah, it was a pretty cool transition. And I love when he goes through all the rings and he doesn't have his eyes open. He just has his eyes closed and he's like, no, 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 Mm -hmm. and and finds it. I just I love that stuff. To me, The Crow is the greatest love story I've ever seen. I've said that since the day one I've seen it. I don't think of it as a goth film. I don't think of it as a horror film or anything like that. I personally think this is the greatest love story I've ever seen. It's weird.
3: But, it's not a horror film at all.
2: Right. I, I don't consider it a horror film at all. Just – I mean Halloween is referenced in the film, but I would never consider this to be a horror film. But I heard of – my friends would classify it as a horror film like you guys are way off. But if I was to put it anywhere, I would personally put it in love stories because it's it's probably the greatest love story I've ever seen. So
3: Well, that's the overriding theme of the movie, and James O'Barr himself will tell you that. Who right. was the creator of The Crow. I get that whole – well, I should say I don't get that whole watching The Crow during October. I got a buddy who does that uh, every year for October. He watches The Crow. I'm like, dude, it's not a horror movie. Sure, it takes place in and around Halloween, but it's not a horror movie. Right.
4: But that would be why I would watch it around – like in and around October more than probably any other time of year just because that's when it took place. But it's not a horror film.
2: It, what's funny is this movie I get mad every time it ends because I just want more kind of like you guys were talking on Halloween that that's when you know you're in a good film is when the movie ends like you did on H2O because I just listened to it today but <laughs> what I'll tell you it's true because when the movie ends I, I actually watch it again it's like one of those movies I have no problem in watching it back to back I, I enjoy it just as much as I did the first time around and it's really hard to find a movie like that and uh i love it it's just amazing i only have to regather myself after i watch the crow
4: yeah and i i do agree that it's one of those movies and it's really rare that i enjoy it just like i'm seeing it for the first time every time i watch it right I, Uh, i absolutely love it
2: i really like how they mess with his hair how in some scenes his hair completely covers his face you just see a little bit of his eyes, especially in the Albrecht stuff And they're in the apartment. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about trivial stuff. I, it's really weird how it comes across, but I really dig it. It's like they wanted to hide his face almost, but the way they do it, I really dig how he looks. And I really enjoy Ernie Hudson in this film. I think he really oh, yeah. is amazing supporting character. I think everybody does an excellent job. I don't think anybody phoned it in. Uh, I think everybody was born to play the, the part that they did in this film, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Okay,
3: let's talk about the look of Brandon Lee and this cast for a second.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, first of all, the timing for the movie, and I mean the time it was filmed, the time that it came out was excellent. And what I mean is The Crow was a comic book that was written in the 80s. Right. Had this been made into a movie in the 80s, I think it would have had more of like a big budget type feel to it and the clothing and whatnot would have been more in line with the times of the 80s. Because in the comic, Eric Draven is a rocker, just like he is in the movies. Right. Yet he's designed in 80s style. He's got the big poofy hair and bangs and whatnot. That would have came off as kind of like a kind of a cheap, campy type movie. Right. Uh, for instance, The right. Wraith, for example. That was a fun movie. It was hip for its time. But you kind of have to look at that movie in a time capsule, whereas The Crow doesn't really have any feel towards any time frame right. about it. It feels kind of timeless in that regard. Yeah. And it yeah. was the perfect time for the movie to come out for that reason. You can still watch The Crow today. And with the exception of you know maybe the record player or the old TV or some of the old cars, there's nothing that dates the movie at all. You could totally buy also, it coming out in 2011 if right. that was the case.
4: if if you even even you know the older cars the older i guess technology with the record player the older looking tvs and the cars and stuff like that all you really have to do is look at it from the perspective of look at the neighborhood that they live in and what they live in they can't afford anything better so yeah they're gonna have you know kind of older crappy televisions and they're gonna listen to their record player because that's just what they have and they're gonna have like the older beat up cars right that totally it's like you said, this movie, there's nothing that I feel really dates this movie. It still holds up.
2: Right. And oh. I think they don't even put a year in the very beginning where they just say October 30th, uh, Devil's Night. Devil's
4: they, Night, yeah.
2: They don't even put a year on there, which is which is awesome. Um, but I think you're right. I, you could tell it's kind of a, a poverty type of um, – whether you call it small town or small city, Mm -hmm. but you're right. uh, Even the record player would still fit into play because, I mean, they make record players today and some people just don't want to uh, get rid of record players. So you're right. Everything is timeless with this film, which is why I think it transcends and why everybody loves this movie so much is because it is a timeless piece, really. Mm -hmm. You know what they've got now? Devil's Night greeting cards. Isn't that precious? I'm impressed he caught that. Hell yeah. Oh, me too. Come on, dude. I've seen this movie like, well, not as much as The Karate Kid, but, you know. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect, exactly. You know what's funny with this movie? I always say that Karate Kid's my favorite, and then Batman Begins is number two. After I watched The Crow, I can easily put in the number two spot. Because it's been like two years since I've seen this. So I watched it, and I got done with it, and I instantly watched it again. I was like, you know what? I could easily move this to my number two spot, and I'd have no issues whatsoever. I just – it's one of those kind of movies that can easily move up and down uh, your ladder. But you know, I think – Ever cool. moves down my ladder.
4: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> pretty much. And I mean there was there was a time there that I was watching this movie at least a couple of times a week. And I think when I was watching it earlier, I can still pretty much recite the whole movie verbatim.
3: It's been a long time, but I, I can still quote a crap ton of stuff from the movie. Oh yeah. Is that guessing? No man.
2: No <laughs> He goes, They're gonna erase your shari-ash. Your street, er, your street. You hear me, Mother Ever? Is that gasoline I smell? No, man. No. You know what I love is when he explodes. He hits the left side. He hits the right side of his head, and then his left side of his head is the one that's damaged later in the film. I thought that was
4: kind of Oh, continuity errors. Kinda yeah,
2: matter. It's a. It,
4: it doesn't. It doesn't. It, it really
2: doesn't matter. It. And I only noticed that because I after the 50th time I was like, huh, I think I just noticed something different I hadn't noticed before, but. I think the first time you watch it, no, it's a flawless film, in my opinion. It's amazing. So uh, uh, let's talk about the I'm, uh, I am. Say I'm Dead and I Move. Good stuff. What do you think?
4: Good scene. Really good scene.
2: Anything with him and Ernie Hudson, I just adore those scenes.
4: They had really good interaction. I really liked that. Um, just – Ernie, Ernie Hudson's character coming to the realization of who he who Eric is. I, I'm just glad it. he
3: didn't whip out the proton pack on Eric and try to cross the streams. <laughs> right.
4: That would have been a little awkward.
2: Are you some kind of ghost? Boo. Love that stuff. That's it's, the best scene between those two in the whole movie.
4: Yes. That is yeah. a great
2: scene. It, it's, and I love the, the trivial talk because of the fact of people do take a lot of stuff – you know, as trivial, and the one thing that this movie tells you at the end of the day is you never know when it's your last day, and just to, you know, never take anything lightly, I guess. It's just, I lo- it, this movie has so many yeah. awesome elements and messages, and it's just, I can't ex- express how great this film is. I mean, it's just, I could see, Ty, if you were to say that this is your all-time favorite movie, I would never give you any crap for whatsoever i'd be like that's a that's an amazing pick you know well it pretty much is sweet <laughs> the movie is based
3: almost sacred to me i i i get defensive of it when i hear crap towards it you know it's oh, funny I do
4: the same thing very
3: defensive <laughs> as really? in yes. you know don't ever talk to me again you're insulting my movie
2: what do you think of the 83 uh rotten tomato since you guys do the tomato meter. Because I, I think be that's higher. lame. Yeah, I think it should be at it least 90 It be
4: way speed. higher than that.
2: I think it's a complete and utter
3: garbage. It should be 100%. Yeah.
4: I just, I want to find the people who watch The Crow and don't enjoy it or get anything from it. Well, like the people that are voting negatively on this movie. Even Cisco going, loved what it. What is wrong with you? Oh,
3: well, yeah. it's a bunch of idiotic schmucks who are getting paid to watch movies who they did, probably don't want to see in the first place. So they're probably not interested in the movie. Therefore they just give it a bad review and really, so you know, so kill yourself.
2: <laughs> yeah. They, they oh remind me of urinal, you know, so I mean, sorry, not urinal. <laughs> What's that guy's name? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. I'm waiting I, for a sound bite, sir. Come on. You're supposed to give it the program. What's up? You gotta do the toilet. Well,
3: that's that's kind of trademark for the crossroads, eh? Ah, oh,
2: dang it! I was yeah. Oh, all, right. yeah
3: all, all bits and bytes are all, all trademarked for the crossroads.
2: Okay,
4: which I, can... I now own. So... Sweet, I, I oh, can sorry.
3: respect that. Yeah, you got to talk to stars about that kind of stuff. <laughs> Just saying. Oh,
0: sweet. I knew that would get
2: you to do that. That's awesome. <laughs> I purposely wrote that down. I was like, I got to write down a urinal, so I'll do that. Yeah, it's good stuff. (laughs) Sweet. All right, so let's talk about the tape on the back of – the tape on the wrist on the back because uh, all of a sudden in the movie, he shows up with tape, which I think is a really cool effect. I love it. But what Mm -hmm. you don't see is where um, he – when he takes the drugs out of uh, her arm, that's when he starts to become weak. So therefore, he, um, what you don't see is Fun Boy comes out and actually takes his razor and slices him in the back, and they have a nice fight. So he uses the tape to heal up, and I, I really, really like that effect. I think it's awesome, but they don't explain it in the theatrical version, but uh, I just knew that from the comic books. Uh, and then when I saw the deleted scenes, I was like, sweet. It's one of the few things right. that deleted stuff they should have
3: left in the movie because it does kind of make you wonder for those of us who notice that all of a sudden he's wearing electrical tape as bandages. Well, mm-hmm. you know, what happened? Where where did that come from? Right. And
4: that's something that they could have left that in, but I don't feel like it detracts from anything not having that in. The Before I found out any of this, anytime I watched the movie and noticed like, oh, he had the tape, it to me, it was just kind of, already implied that he, you know, was taping himself up, you know, waiting to heal, basically. That was just something that went with the story. It wasn't something that needed to necessarily be explained. I didn't even question it. It was just okay.
3: Yeah, for those of us who all all knew what was going on, it's not an issue. But for someone who's never read the comic or know any of the backstory or behind-the-scenes stuff on
2: the movie, they might question it. Right. They
4: might, but I just took it in stride.
2: Yeah, it's not a
4: seen any of the deleted scenes or
2: anything. Right. So, who would you say is your favorite villain? Because I think David Patrick Kelly is T Bird and Skank. Um, Skank is an idiot, but he's hilarious. But who they would you say. did a great job you're... in those roles. Yeah. Who's your favorite villain, would you say? I don't
3: really have a favorite villain. Uh, it's funny, though, in the comic, one of the small changes was in the comic, T Bird was actually the head villain of the whole story and top dollar was one of his lackeys right changed for the movie but uh, not a big change and you know things that they change from the comic are not a big deal no matter what because james o'var the creator of the crow was involved in the production of the movie and he was fine with everything that was done right right if he is and brandon lee is then i'm fine with it too yeah
2: right um his sister sharon um just a couple days ago on Twitter was doing like a tribute to Brandon Lee and just was talking uh, it's a really cool interview and how she was talking how Brandon just was, was in love with this film and uh, she's so he was so proud of it and she was so proud of him and I know the family uh, had some issues you mean with Shannon. It, yeah Shannon I'm sorry uh, I'm really glad that the family decided to show the world this piece of art because it, it really sucks that you know it's Brandon Lee's last film because I really think if he would have lived the kind of career this guy would have had would have been amazing. But again, we'll never know, you know,
3: mm-hmm. Well, his mom, Linda Lee Cadwell and his fiance at the time, Eliza Hutton, uh, were the ones who decided after the fact that, yeah, we're going to go ahead and push for the movie to be released. Originally Paramount was supposed to distribute the film, but after Brandon's death, they decided because of that and all of the violence in the film that they weren't going to do it. So they pulled out of the project and then Miramax comes in and actually pumped eight more million dollars into the budget so they could actually complete the movie.
2: Right.
4: And I'm so glad that they did.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was eight so eight million dollars more. Um, do you guys remember where you were the day you heard he died? Because I remember I, I saw it on the news and I flipped because I just watched Rapid Fire the day before. I'm like, this is my all-time favorite martial artist. I was like – I love Brandon Lee. I think he's awesome. But when I saw he died – I was like, I think I was devastated for a couple of days. I don't remember that was long.
4: Ago. I don't remember that. I was still pretty young when he died. I think I was ten. Oh. Um, and I hadn't actually, I didn't actually see the crow until maybe a two years later. But I didn't know that he had died when I watched the movie. So I watched it. I'd seen it a couple of times, and then my sister's friends were over, and it was one of their copies of the movie that right. we were watching. And one of them mentioned, oh, yeah, he died while making this. And my heart fell out of my chest. I was, I was 12 years old and completely devastated by that knowledge.
2: Yeah, I remember when the VHS came out, it was $100, it was $100 to buy. I was like, are you kidding me? I'm like, ridiculous. Because back then, VHS was an ungodly amount of money. I never right.
3: paid that much.
2: <laughs> I, I did it either. I mean, I rented it, but I'm just saying. I remember going to the video store. I was like, "Hey, this is the crow. How much is it? Oh, it's a hundred dollars." I'm like, "Are you serious? Like, what? I'll just rent it." Yeah, it was crazy. Well, you know, Chicago. Those guys, they like to uh, mark up the prices, I guess. But
3: I'm about to say you were getting some little price gouging going there, buddy. Because I'm right. forever. It's just paid somebody else one. trying to
4: cash in it's on a wow. tragedy. Yeah. are always going to have that, I guess.
3: I you know, part just, of me, all, as much as I love the movie, all, sometimes I wish, for that reason, it wasn't made. Because had it not been made, then the events that led up to Brandon Lee losing his life would not have happened. Yeah.
4: Right. But it's one of those things that, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. If they had checked the stunt gun better, mm-hmm. if, you know... This if they did not,
3: not sit home done. the... Uh, the uh, exactly, they sent the home the professional guys. home early that right. day. You know, and left it to uh, some you know production assistant or whatever.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's that's kind of the sad thing is. And if I remember right, they actually reshot that scene because they weren't happy with it the first time. So if they, if that's true,
4: yeah, that, I remember hearing that too. It was like kind of a last minute reshoot.
2: Yeah, well, they had to reshoot that, the
3: scene because that was the gun that killed him. Yeah. Right. But No, I mean so, before that, before he
2: died. No, no, they, no,
4: yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. They would shot it once, and it was fine. And then for some whatever reason, they're like, we need a reshoot. And that it was on the reshoot that he actually shot That's, him.
2: Yeah. N- so, now, here's the thing I point out to you, Stars, and you said that you never noticed it. And, Ty, maybe you have. One thing I noticed is I think his voice changes, which it makes sense. But I've always heard, like, when he says, you're all going to die. And then at the very end when he goes, let her go. I I won't stop you. I swear it's not his voice, but everybody tells me that it is. So is that wrong thinking or do you hear Brandon's voice? No, I think it's him. Okay. I
4: I do remember hearing that they did have to go back with just like a couple of different tiny things to um, like do voiceover just because it didn't come through right, but I'm pretty sure that he was able to do all of that and they didn't have to use somebody else.
3: The only stuff that was reshot that he wasn't in was nothing that required voice work. It was all stunt double and you don't see his face.
2: Right, right.
3: And his face is digitally imposed in some scenes. For instance, when he's walking... I've
4: never been able uh, to point that out.
3: Well, I'll give you one.
4: I don't even want you to because it'll just ruin it for
3: me. No, it won't. It's perfectly fine. It's still Brandon Lee. There's two scenes. When he's first walking into the loft, right before he touches Greg Gabriel, you'll see him like kind of like shivering and walking into the door.
1: Yeah.
3: Uh, there's actually – that is from earlier in the yep. movie where he's walking outside. They digitally removed the rain, but if you look real good, you can actually see where they couldn't catch all of it. There's yep. a drop or two here or there.
2: Yeah, I but noticed then, that.
3: When he's looking at the mirror and right before he – when he punches the mirror and you see him uh, – like shivering down or looking down, that is actually from a deleted scene, the uh, the arcade games explosion scene. Yep, yep.
2: I actually have the book when it first came out, it was like this two hundred page official souvenir book and towards the very end they talk about those two scenes and how they digitally did that. So I've always known that and I always thought it looked good, especially the time period it was made. I, I don't I thought it you can't tell. I thought it looked awesome. I wasn't well, complaining that's good. about
4: it. Because I know, even with the technology now, when they start messing with things like that, there's always, you know, some digital residue. You can tell they messed with something. But every time I've watched this, I've never noticed anything. Nothing stood out going, that's not right.
3: No, you kind of have to so, look for it, right?
4: Yeah. And I'm content not looking
3: for it. <laughs> um. <laughs> And though I've recognized it and I've known it for years, it doesn't detract from the movie for me in any way.
2: No. Did you guys see the trailer? I watched this on YouTube the other night. Um, It was the Joker versus the Crow, and they basically have the Dark Knight theme music, and Brandon Lee is in all the parts of uh, Batman. So it's really (laughs) flipping cool. Uh, I thought it was a well-done trailer. It's like three minutes long, and it – I don't know. I I thought you, I think you guys should check it out because it's absolutely awesome. It's pretty cool. Probably. I'm gonna have to check that oh. out later. But. Yeah, I'll I'll post it on Facebook so you can check it out because it's flipping awesome. I thought it was hilarious, but not not like stupid hilarious. Just like wow, that is so good. It actually looks like a real movie the way that they cut it. It looks good. So, yeah. so uh, I like when uh, T Bird says this is the really real world. I like how they call that out. Do you remember that? Good scene. Yeah. Very good scene. Yeah. Like Fire Crow. Yeah. I I just I love how he does that outline. You know, at first I didn't realize he was doing the outline of the crow. I thought he was doing the gasoline, so when he lit the uh lighter, it blew up the car. But I didn't I put two and two together later that it's the bomb inside the car that blew it up and he was just lighting okay. up the crow, you know.
3: Yeah. Well you see him drop the lighter. Yeah. Thus igniting the gas. Yeah.
4: I think it was a really cool effect. I, I really liked it.
2: Sweet. So, uh, what other great things do you do you like you know love about this movie? Is there anything you don't like at all? No. Sweet. <laughs>
4: In all yeah. honesty, like I said, to me, this movie is perfect. There really, there's nothing that I can think of that I can say. Oh, they could have done that better, or oh, they should have left that out, or you know, done it this way or that. There's nothing.
3: I love the movie just the way it is.
4: Exactly. Which is why I was very upset when I heard that they were trying to do a remake.
2: Ugh, please don't go there. I, and, even well, God himself, himself doesn't want it.
4: totally trashed. Like, yeah. nobody c- can stay on the project. And I'm like, good. It doesn't need to be remade. There's nothing about no. this that says, hey, try to remake me. Because it's just going to mess it up.
2: Right. I mean, I, the sequels, okay, yeah, they're horrible, but at least they weren't remaking number 1. But the fact that you're trying to remake number 1 to me feels like, you know, the whole slap in the face to Brandon Lee's memory. It's like trying to remake The Dark Knight. You know what I'm saying? It, that's kind of how I feel. Um, I mean, you can say what you want about the sequels, but trying to remake what Brandon Lee did, uh, just I'm I'm not the a crow fool. Is
3: Brandon Lee's legacy and I find it personally insulting that anyone would try to taint or the remake exactly
4: exactly and for me when they go to remake a movie or reboot a series or something for me you're doing that because something, somebody somewhere along the way was like they didn't do it right the first time so I'm going to fix it right that's what I feel like they're doing when they remake and reboot stuff and right there's nothing that there's absolutely nothing that they could improve on this movie they can only hurt it right they really don't want them to
2: yeah, you know, you said on the on the Halloween, um, the newest one, Projection Booth, that there's a difference between um, bringing something back to a newer generation than trying to reinvent a classic, you know. Um, and I think you're right. It's totally two different kind of mediums here, you know. Uh, there's a difference between trying to bring something like Fright Night, you know. I thought that that was a great remake and uh, it didn't trash the original whatsoever. But The Crow, I'm kind of with you, Ty. It's like that's his legacy. Don't touch it. You know, it's kind of how I feel yeah. too.
3: Trying to remake this for a quote-unquote new generation would be like, okay, well, Gone and Gone with the Wind and, and Casablanca okay. are, are too yeah. outdated. We need to make that for the younger audience. No, you need to show <laughs> no. them the original freaking movie because it was fine just the way it was. And that's the case right. with this movie. It's the case with Halloween. And exactly. I can name a slew of others. And
4: like we just said, there's nothing about this movie that dates it to where it's like, oh, we need to update it for a new generation. There's nothing like that about this movie. There's no reason whatsoever that a new generation can't watch this movie and get everything out of it that we did.
3: And let's be honest here. Does anybody honestly believe that they can make a movie? You know, our bias towards the original movie aside, does anyone honestly think they could make a better movie than what they did with this one? I no. don't think so. No, not I at don't.
4: All. No. I, again, I don't think that they could have another like lightning in a bottle moment where they got, you know, the actors were dead on, the script was perfect, the music was great, everything exactly. came together like that. I don't think they could recreate that at all.
3: Name me one movie. Let's use the tomato meter. Name me one movie. Where the remake gets a higher score than the original. And if anyone who's thinking Star Trek... No, 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 no. Star Trek was a reboot, not I, a remake. There's a difference.
2: I thought Fright Night did.
3: If that is, then that's I the thought, only example you can name.
4: I th- I'm going to be a butthead here, but I think Dawn of the Dead, too.
3: Okay, two. Halloween. <laughs> but Friday. there are different 13, kinds
4: of movies. So,
3: you know? Exactly. they are
4: completely different kinds of movies. And completely... It, it's not it doesn't really fit in the, what we're talking about, I think. even with they're, the Crow's, different movies.
3: Even with the crow sequels, you know, you're always trying to outdo what the original did in a sequel, no matter what movie you're making or genre. And they try to do their own thing, and all three or four sequels, however many they are, go horrifically wrong. Mm-hmm. Not the last one the original. So you think you're going to do that by – you can't recapture what's been done, what's already there. It just isn't going to happen. So, I mean, let's get real here. It's about making money. Exactly. I hear you.
2: And I think it's a slap in a dead man's face. This is true. Yeah. I mean, you're right. You don't hear them remaking Wizard of Oz, Casablanca, all that stuff. You know, it's just like – why don't they ever bring that up when they're talking about remakes because to them those are classics you don't touch with. It's too bad that this movie can't be in the same um same category. It's sad
4: that there are people out there that don't put it in the same category as a classic that you can't touch. Right. It's really sad because it should be. And you well, should be trying to do anything with it.
3: I think it is, but you know, the producers and the studio don't see things that way. They see presidential dollar
4: signs they see dollar signs and that's it and that's terrible and actually a friend of mine and I were talking about Gone with the Wind not that long ago and how there's no way that they could remake that nowadays and have have it be nearly as awesome as it was there's no way there's nobody that could play those parts it's I don't know
2: Right.
3: I hear you. You know, you a, know what's going to you know happen in 2017? They're going to remake
2: t- Titanic because of a
3: 20-year <laughs> oh,
2: Right. Let's not go oh there.
4: Oh, my gosh.
2: Yeah, I still haven't watched The Kung Fu Kid, and I refuse to. That's just me.
4: I so. just have absolutely no desire to see that movie at all.
2: Yeah. I hear how great it is, and I need to give it a try. But, you know, when it's your favorite movie – you have um you have a wall almost i'd like to say you know what i mean and mm-hmm. uh that's just uh, that's how i feel with with that movie but
4: the only way that i think that you could go and watch that movie and experience any kind of enjoyment from it at all is if you completely divorce yourself from <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: like
4: you have to look at it as a movie all by itself and it has nothing to do with the karate kid at all. Just right. if you can look at it that way, you might be able to watch it. Other than that, no. It's right. just going to be too much.
2: Yeah, so, I can't get past that, and I don't care. Right. Did you guys see all the sequels to The Crow? I have.
4: No. I've seen the the um, second movie, and then I just I didn't even bother with them after that.
3: You didn't miss anything. This yeah, is I,
4: I knew that I wouldn't. It, uh, like, how terrible the second one was. I just choose to believe they don't exist.
3: I'll put it to you this way. When you stack it against Halloween 5 and 6, Halloween 5 and 6 will probably become your favorite movies. Oh, this is yeah. true.
2: <laughs> I agree with that statement. Oh, thank you. They're but awful. I, I, I don't am, need that in my life. I am impressed, Stars, that you uh, actually watched those. Congratulations. Yeah, I have a way. I, I Seriously? hear this.
4: When I When I die... When I am dying, I will be begging God for those hours of my life back.
2: <laughs> You're not getting them back. <laughs>
4: so terrible.
2: So oh, mad. you've seen worse. Be quiet.
4: I don't really think that I have.
2: No, I'm sure you have.
4: <laughs> I don't think so.
2: Sweet. Well, do you guys have anything else to say before I get into emails?
3: Uh, I don't think so. Uh, I don't know.
2: <laughs> mm, should we... What? Are, what are we doing again? Um, oh,
0: we're
2: good. I think it's this thing called feedback. No, that's not what I call it. Because um, hmm, some, some guys start screaming some weird stuff in my ear. Um, oh, never heard of them. Yeah. Sounds like a douchebag. <laughs> nice. Sweet. All right. Well, okay. So, have you listened to the last episode uh, where I read an email from Anthony by any chance? uh negative okay well you're gonna have to uh be nice to him because he talks about the crow four so um if you need any information on that i'll give it to you in a second but the Crow he,
3: four are we talking let's see wait what the crow four was there four sequels
2: is with uh, oh. eddie furlong
3: oh yeah yeah with john
2: connor oh yeah Sorry, yeah. I just drew a blank there.
3: Yeah, I, I would like to have that hour and a half of my life
2: back. <laughs> this is true. As much as I love David Boreanaz, it's kind of a shame what that movie was.
3: I wonder if there's the same Anthony that listens to Projection Booth and Crossroads and stuff.
2: I don't know. He is does, this Anthony from Hillmar, California? Uh, he does not. Yeah, Hillmar, California. That's correct. How about that? See,
3: we ha- we have like intercrossing listeners or something.
2: It, it's it's crossed the floor, I guess.
3: Yeah. Well, we, oh, yeah, that's right. We're on
2: Chug the Keg. Exactly. As soon as. Sorry. Sorry. You're supposed to do it in the beginning, sir. Oh. I knew I forgot something. Uh, it's all right. Our, I'm going to
3: blame it on Tim. It's, it's his fault. He should have been here to remind me.
2: Okay, speaking of
3: which. you are
4: still blaming things on Tim?
3: Yeah, pretty much. Oh, okay. It's what I do. So, I
4: just blame everything on Masunas now.
3: I know. Oh, that's true. It, it, it's your fault. It's your show. You should have reminded See?
2: me. God. See how it works? This is true. <laughs> you, you, you know, you said you were banging your head on what, why I said, what's up, Tim? It's just because you said in the last episode he was going to be there. And I was trying to be a smart aleck by saying, what's up, Tim? But you just obviously didn't get that joke, sir.
3: Well, that's because things get translated differently through text.
2: Oh, you mean like, comma, even better, right? comma i should have so named that episode that
3: <laughs> okay hey, i was just reading your i don't even know right what's up. going on right now we're we're talking about masunas's emails yes okay. and how he off. kind of bring it on
2: himself i'm just saying this this is not true sir yes it is ask jason <laughs> he'll defend me i think
4: i don't think he will
2: i'm just saying i'm sorry Okay, so to, to clear it up, what I meant was is it's awesome that you are doing Halloween 2 to go along with Halloween 1. Not that Halloween 2 was better than Halloween 1, but you seem to not know how to read correctly, I guess, and that's why you... We
4: just job. like taking every opportunity we can to make fun of you. This is true. Have we not covered this? I mean, I thought this was already a thing.
3: Yeah, pretty much that, and you should have worded it better. I know. <laughs> hey, it's
2: your fault. I know. Then
4: again, if I'm going to hop all over that, like the way you word your emails, I'm going to have to do that for everybody else, and then nobody will ever send us feedback.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I know. I need to stop slacking on that feedback.
4: Like, I don't know if uh, anybody actually listens to the feedback section of the Crossroads, but the way that I stumble around, it's not because I can't read, it's because I'm trying to decipher what everyone's writing.
3: (laughs) Well, it's like this, okay? It's become a bit on our podcast where it's not even email or feedback, whatever you want to call it. We should just rename it to the Messing with Masuna segment. This is
2: true. Pretty I'm just nice. saying. If you're not doing it, I think something's wrong. That's Yeah, right. this is true. If we didn't if we didn't like you, we wouldn't do it. Well, obviously because you're on my show. So I, I if kind... we didn't like
4: you, we just wouldn't even read your feedback.
2: Yeah, that too. We would just ignore you. This is true. I feel the love. Thank you anytime sweet all right so <laughs> let's get to anthony's email so here's what he says he says hello there again Ms. Tunis." he said glad that you enjoyed the email i sent and that you responded to the comments questions i had in it speaking of that email what
3: yeah very good good it's good you're, you're responding to your listeners i oh, like that
2: exactly yeah i i take the time out and you know i answer each question time in Oh god. Uh-oh. did he say time I have no idea what you're talking I better, about. I better turn it down. Holy
3: crap, he said time. I know what that means. Wait, well, we're not on Crossroads, though. Is it time? No. i have to scratch my head on this one. Anyway. Sit uh, there
4: and think about it.
3: Okay, yeah. should I, I, I should think about time?
4: Sure.
2: You get okay. back to me on that one.
3: Okay. Oh, I, I, I thought about it. Crossroads Nation. Okay. Oh, get ready. Because it is... Time for him as soon as to
2: read his email. Keep going. Sweet. He he said, I remember saying that I like The Fourth Crow, which don't rip on Anthony for this, okay? Um, He said, I remember saying that I like The Fourth Crow movie, but I wanted to clarify something. I think it's watchable, but only, capital letters, if you haven't seen it for Uh a very long time. I've also seen that movie from beginning to end once, so my opinion concerning it might change it. If I rewatch it again. So perhaps I should hold back in doing so. So you must make sure you do not ban Anthony from the Crossroads podcast.
3: I, I'm gonna do you a public service here, Anthony, and tell you you don't need to watch the movie again. This is
4: Yeah, t- if you watched it at one time and came away from it feeling like you had a good experience, don't 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 watch it again to double check. Just just go with it.
3: Trust me on this one.
4: And don't ever don't ever worry about it again.
3: Trust me. I, I wouldn't do you wrong on this stuff. Not on The Crow. I know what I'm talking yeah. about. This is true. Definitely.
2: He says, main reason I'm sending this email is what horror scary movies you like to watch during the Halloween, se- uh, Halloween month that isn't from Halloween, Friday 13th, or Nightmare on Elm Street. Scream series is a given, but what would be some other movies that you don't mind seeing? I would have to say probably Showgirls. all the B movies on sci-fi. I flip and love it.
4: Showgirls is pretty terrifying. Mm
2: -hmm. It scared me. This is true.
4: (laughs) Um, For the month of October, for Halloween, I will pretty much watch anything Halloween-ish related. Like, just nothing that I'm really going to sit down and say, oh, you know, I have to watch this for sure. Um, Hocus Pocus. I, I love it. And I will watch it every Halloween. Um, anything, um, on, oh, what's that show called? Celebrity Ghost Stories. Nice. On, uh, Biography.
2: Love that show. So great. Good time. Ghost Adventure so, scares the hell out of me.
4: That cracks me up.
2: That guy is so <laughs> stupid. I laugh at him every time my <laughs> wife puts that on.
4: Just, oh, man. I just want to punch that, like, rage punch him in the crotch.
3: Yeah, stupid. should I, I clarify what I mean by when I say that show scares the hell out of me? Yes. It's that bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my tv like trembles when that comes on it's like what the hell are you doing to me change this crap
4: and don't get me wrong i will sit and watch it just because, because i'm interested funny. in the in the places that they're going it's fun in terms of actual ghost hunting it, it scares me and makes me very sad that people watch that show thinking that that's how it is mm-hmm. it's so terrible
2: <laughs> i agree 100 <100%. laughs> percent
4: but I do like – I like, you know, being able to, through them, go into these places. I love abandoned places. I don't know if I've ever said that before. you
3: got that whole Blair uh, Witch thing going on.
4: Uh, you know, old abandoned asylums and hospitals and – I'm
3: not going to uh, walk into like, your room and see you standing, uh, staring face-first face first into the corner, am I?
4: I mean, if you ever do – you should probably just try to run as fast as you can away before I kill you.
3: No, I, I'm going to leave you there. Trust me. Okay. That's nice of you. What,
4: what's the name of the game? Left for Dead.
3: <laughs> exactly. See, <laughs> see, this is why stars and I are going to be married.
4: Right. <laughs> That's why our marriage would be perfect.
3: Exactly. We like um, zombie games. But yeah. Awesome. I,
4: I really do enjoy Like the whole month of October, I love horror and like creepy things, and October is the best month. I mean, come on. I love. Hey, maybe
3: it. we should drag maybe we should drag Masuna's along on one of our zombie sprees.
4: <laughs> when I get my computer fixed, for sure.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. That would
4: just be fun. I will. I will try not to leave you for dead too much. Ty tries to leave me for dead, so you're just. Screwed.
3: I have no idea what you're talking about.
4: We will sit and play the game, and all of a sudden, I will notice you are like three spots ahead of from where we are
3: it's because you're slow I'm
4: like where are you and you're like i'm in the safe room i don't know where you guys
3: are yeah you're out there getting raged on by the tank
4: right and you're in the safe room
3: because it's safe you be careful this is a i think it's a family for-
4: although they're on occasion you do get karma jackied and it's hilarious
2: i have no idea what you're talking about I feel, I feel like I'm, I'm listening to the old school days. This is good times. Oh,
3: yeah. We kind of <laughs> did a little Doomcast tangent there. Oops. Yes. Oops. We well, ba-
2: Batman tangent. Arkham City is awesome. I just got to point that out. There. I
4: still have to finish Arkham Asylum.
2: Uh, skip it. Go right into City because...
4: I don't I don't have Arkham City, and I probably won't get it until there's some... If I get it for free from you.
2: I know. Cool. I, that's um, the plan.
4: Or if it you know, Steam has some crazy sale where I can get it for really cheap. I pretty much will not pay more than $15 for anything.
2: Did you see my um, review of the game I put up, the box set? Yes, I did. Did you like it?
4: I, I read a little bit of it. I didn't read all of it in case of any spoilers. So.
2: Oh, I didn't spoil anything. I was just talking okay. about the, the actual the stuff that comes in the box. You actually don't get a game oh,
4: case.
0: Okay.
2: The game is included in the art book. So all the fans are pissed that you don't actually have a game case. So that's kind of stupid. Yeah. In the DVD
3: TV world, we would call that the Easy Scratch Edition.
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm.
4: See, I don't deal with any of that because I buy my games on Steam and download them directly to my computer.
2: Digital for the win. Awesome. Well, I'm going to finish Anthony's email here. He says, I know that this email is much shorter than my previous one, but I didn't feel that I needed to stretch this out any further. Before ending it, though, I truly recommend seeing the Paranormal Activity movies. They're good scary movies to watch, and you likely will not be disappointed. Thanks for all your time. See ya, Anthony.
3: What's your favorite scary movie?
2: Obviously, it's Halloween two over Scream. Evidently, is what I've been told. But you
3: know. <laughs> well, that's what you told us. We were just going by what you said.
2: Hey, I oh you know you all right. I love Michael Myers, so you know that's the only reason why he's number two. But if I had to switch it, I would easily do it in a heartbeat. I don't have any issues switching between one or the other as number two. So just throwing that out there. Be careful what you think. This is
4: why I refuse to have like a numbered list of favorites.
2: Yeah, I don't it's do that. It's more either.
4: like a big basket full of favorites. Yeah. Where there's no number one necessarily. They're just kind of all so amazing that they all go in the awesome basket.
2: Sweet. Oh, yeah. Now this email comes from John from Philly, and I have to say this is probably the most epic email ever because he only yeah. says like one line. He says, What can I say about the crow? It's awesome. Explanation point, explanation point, explanation point, and that's it. Comma. Sweet. What do you, what <laughs> I don't do you think, think there was a comma. <laughs> it works for oh, me. No comma.
4: <laughs> but no, um, he's absolutely right.
2: Uh, I can't argue the point. Yep. And my last one comes from John the Mailman, which you're probably wondering what's up with this, but it's John M C from like the flicks and stuff like that. And I, I call him John the Mailman. That's kind of our thing, so he's kind of going along with it. I had to clear it with him, like, "Hey, you mind if I call you John the Mailman going forward?" <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, dude, that's awesome, cause you know, he's a mailman, and we talk about like the stuff he's delivering and all the scary houses and stuff. It's hilarious." So that's. names
3: hey, for our listeners too. What's that? Uh, I can only think of Beavis offhand.
4: I'm letting you hang yourself on that one. I have no idea what you're talking about.
3: Uh, what? <laughs> And no, I don't babble a lot. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Liar. Yes, do.
4: Whatever.
2: Whatever. Liar. Sweet. All right, here we go. Wow.
4: We just had like an old married couple fight right here.
2: You're a liar. <laughs> I
4: have no idea what you're talking about. Liar. All. Liar. So you're crazy. Okay.
2: Well, maybe you're not lying there, but you know. <laughs> Hey, I'm enjoying every second of it. So keep going.
3: <laughs> I just just keep in mind uh, to the uh, to the Chuck the Keg listeners. If you don't like me or Stars, it's Masuna's fault. He got us on the show.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, just so you know, like I think all my audience comes from Crossroads and Flakes, so it's okay.
3: Oh, sweet! Crossroads never ends.
2: So I'm not complaining one bit, sir. And uh, here's what John the Mailman said. He said, hello, Mike, and to all who join him. See, he's not psychic and doesn't know the actual people here. He just knows I was going to have a special guests.
3: But see, he had foresight to know that other people were joining in the show. Maybe he uses the Force. The Clarimites?
2: Or how do you say
3: that? Midichlorians? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, John, <laughs> Masunas wants to know what your midichlorian count is.
2: 666. Mm, six, six. Let's talk about Tina. No, it's not. Hurry up, it's Halloween! 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 Watch the magic pumpkin, kids. (sighs) Moving on. He says, It's John the Mailman. After a week of trying to rewatch this movie, I got it in finally. It's been a long time since I've seen this one, and it's a lot better than I remember. It's up there with 1989 Batman for the story and the quality. If I wasn't a big Batman fan, I might even say it's better. It Uh, is. (laughs) It's a lot of fun, and the story is really strong. Some of my favorite parts was the crow outlining fire, the deaths, and I liked the cop and the little girl becoming friends after the horrible night. My favorite part was when the crow got his hand shot and for a split second said, while acting like his hand hurt and smiles at the camera, good times. He said – No? Onions? They make you fart big time. (laughs) Yeah, we forgot to talk about her. She was
3: good times. She was not actually – well, she was in the comic, but her name was not
2: Sarah. I forget what it was in the comic. Oh, okay.
4: I haven't gotten there yet.
2: You will. Sweet. This this part's funny. He said, um, also another favorite part came up. My wife joined me for this one during the shootout, and I looked at her and said, not a smart idea to have a shootout with a guy who can't die. Good times. Thanks for getting me to rewatch it because who knows when I would have found time. Hope you have a great show, and I'll email in soon with my favorite music. Consider this email delivered. What you think, John the Mailman.
3: Yeah, the shootout at Club Trash was incredible. Yeah, Loved it.
2: I love it. Yeah. That's my favorite part of the whole movie. Sweet. Well, that is it, guys, for email. All right. So, oh, any times. anything else you guys want to say about The Crow before we uh, sign off? Uh, I'm good.
4: No, I think we pretty much covered it. I can't stress enough how amazing this movie is and now i feel like i need to go rewatch it again
2: i would not argue with you on that one
3: i'm gonna buy it in hd instead of the blu-ray i'm gonna buy hd on itunes that way i can take it wherever i want to go
2: did you not did you not buy the blu-ray
3: i have unforeseen well yeah kind of unforeseen expenses uh so my discretionary income has to go to that gotcha that's all right
4: i i have it on dvd and i don't have a blu-ray player anyway so
3: weddings suck just saying
4: Things, oh, things. Other people's weddings
3: suck. Yeah, ours is gonna be incredible. <laughs> ours is amazing. Am I invited? If you dress up like a zombie.
4: Yeah.
3: Mm. Okay.
4: We're getting married on Halloween.
3: Yeah. And you have to dress up as a zombie. Uh, what from what movie? Because
2: you know there's different kind of versions. Mm. It doesn't matter, as long as you look deadish. Okay.
4: Sweet. Yeah, I look like a corpse.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I'm gonna dress up as the crow. I don't know what Star is dressing up as.
4: Mm. There That remains <laughs> to be seen.
3: I actually did that for Halloween, and I'm pretty proud of that costume. It looked pretty stinking cool. I think I, I remember that one seeing year a
4: picture. Too, actually.
3: Yeah, I still have pictures of that. I got it down to the wire. Even the tape bandages, I had the whole
2: nine yards. I went all out. Awesome. I got to check that out. Are you going to post that for your Halloween costume on a Crossroads? Negative. Okay. I did are it- you
4: going to post any costume?
2: I don't know what I want to do yet for Halloween.
4: Hmm. Okay.
2: What, what are you going uh, I always you do... going to enter
4: the contest?
2: Yeah. I'll think of something.
3: <laughs> yeah, Masuna's will probably be our only entry. This is true.
4: <laughs> well, I could think of a couple of listeners that would, but apparently they don't really make a big deal out of halloween in australia
3: that doesn't matter so sad you can do it yeah i I agree that's hard that's horrific that's so sad why do you need like thanksgiving or you know any of that crap halloween's the best i don't disagree with the
4: most fun ever yeah i'm actually i need to go get face paint for my costume
3: Ooh, what's your costume
4: well, if I told you, then you wouldn't be able to be shocked and amazed when I post pictures.
3: I might not be anyway, so just tell me now. No. Come on, spread the spread the rumor. No.
4: no. Okay. Not telling.
3: All right. It's how she is. Yes. So is Johan so- still around? No, nah, he left. Okay. Yeah, he gets annoying. Did Michael Myers get
2: him put to sleep?
3: No, Michael didn't get him. I
2: I, I think he just never mind. I, I'm not going to say that. All. <laughs> awesome. Mm. All right, guys. Well, I think we're going to call it a wrap on this awesome movie. And uh, I can't thank you guys enough for coming on. It uh, it was so awesome. So thank you. Well,
3: it's it always a pleasure to awesome. be right here on Toke the Bong. Wait, that's the show.
4: <laughs> oh, my God.
2: Is that show on iTunes?
4: Oh, wow.
2: It, it's a secret show. If
4: you, if you can find it on iTunes, I will give you a cookie.
3: Maybe I'll post it on the Crossroads feed.
2: <laughs> Another bonus oh. content.
3: Oh will
2: <laughs> Awesome. All right. Hey, you know what wow. we're going to do? I don't
4: even know what to say.
2: <laughs> we are going to close out the show for the music spotlight with uh, Arkham City soundtrack.
3: Whoa, from- whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, 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 whoa.
2: Hold up. Hold Uh-oh. Up.
3: We're talking The Crow. <laughs> I knew this and was going to happen. And you want to close this out with Batman. I take an issue with this.
2: It's my show, sir. Okay. Big while, Empty. Well,
4: while, Masunis, while it is Sorry. your show, I I have to ask Ty, what would you close it out with?
2: The
3: winner of the song of the year for best movie, Big Empty.
2: Hmm. I I will do that just for you, sir. Because you know what? I agree. It was awesome. And it's probably my second favorite off of the soundtrack it's my favorite my favorite would be um the uh nine inch nails one when he's on yeah that was good too
4: my favorite is the cure song
2: yeah
3: burns good too
4: that is my absolute favorite
3: i like a whole bunch of the songs i like pretty much all of them
2: or i could just close out with all three of those it's all good well that's up to you sweet all right dead silence Yes.
4: Sorry, I had to mute my microphone. The hellhounds were at it again.
3: Oh, sweet. Awesome. Did you feed them?
4: I keep trying to feed them to each other, and it's just not working.
3: Yeah, kind of like that whole Superman's return scene. That was pretty (laughs) awesome. This is true. It's not quite quite the arena, you know, but it's still good. Mm Mm-hmm. Puppy chow.
4: Please close the podcast before we go on any more tickets.
2: All right. What, What are
3: you talking about?
2: Hey, if you want to write into the show, it's SweepDelayPodcastCiHoo.com. If you want to follow on Twitter, it's SDL Podcast. And uh, also go to the Facebook page and just type in sweep delay Podcast, like that sucker, and you will get all the updates from me pretty much daily. So Everybody get that? I think they got think it because you good. said that. Are you sure? I think so. I, I just want to make sure. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, that's it. Thank you again, and uh, that's a wrap. And
3: in the meantime,
2: Daniel-san, show me Sweep the Floor. Wax on, wax
3: off.
4: Good night, everybody.
1: in my car Falling farther from just one My soul's one